How does unconditional love play into deep connection? Maybe it sounds obvious to you that unconditional love can be a part of deep connection, or maybe it sounds problematic. But maybe we need to explore what unconditional love really is in order to cultivate it for deep connection. Welcome to Holiness Connection, a podcast with interviews, discussions, and practices to explore deep connection. I'm Sonia, and I hope that you find a sense of support and encouragement here. I believe we can all feel a profound sense of connection, of what I call holiness, connection to ourselves as we accept our life journey, our vulnerabilities, and our paradoxes and contradictions, connection to spirit in whatever way and form that's calling to us, and connection to each other, which Holiness Connection explores in a series called Deep Calling Deep, how we can be with each other. So today I want to talk a little bit about unconditional love. I think it's a term that's used a lot, not only when talking about relationships, but also in spiritual circles. And I want to explore, like I said, the kind of what it really means. And I think that's the most helpful in seeing how it can be useful in deep connection. So I wanted to quote from psychologist John Wellwood. He speaks of unconditional love as, quote, arriving from an entirely different place in us than conditional like and dislike, attraction and aversion. It is a being to being acknowledgement. And it responds to that which is unconditioned, the intrinsic goodness of another's open heart beyond everything we may dislike about him or her. It is saying yes to another's being, but it does not mean always saying yes to how they are or what they do. And so there's a lot of really important points in there that I want to break down. So I think this is very much what deep connection is about because it's focused on that deeper level, more of that essence level, which I often talk about on this channel. That's not to exclude the identity level, for example, or more of a practical level at all. But this sort of essence level is really important and exists too and is very real and we can cultivate and work with it. So to get back to the next line in that quote from John Wellwood, I'll repeat it a little here. As I quoted, it responds to that which is unconditioned, the intrinsic goodness of another's heart, another's open heart, beyond everything we may dislike about him or her. It is saying yes to another's being. So again, you can hear in that, you know, that that linkage to that essential self. So it could be that something on the surface is something that you you know, don't connect to about a particular person. But this is that level of deeper connection that is really about whatever you want to call it. It can be about recognizing spirit in each other, for example. But the next part of the quote is really important for understanding why sometimes people find unconditional love a problematic thing and like how we can think of it differently, though. So again, the quote said, it does not mean always saying yes to how they are or what they do. So unconditional love doesn't mean you have to do anything or let someone cross your boundaries or anything like that, which is so important to remember and I think is where uh, it trips up people if they're thinking of it as meaning that there aren't any boundaries, that unconditional love would be equivalent to not having boundaries, because I don't think it's like that at all, and Wellwood is definitely saying it isn't. So because we don't have to do anything. It's just about recognizing, acknowledging that essence level in someone else. Unconditional love really is love, plain and simple. No stories around what that means or entails. It's an accepting what is and having well-meaning, caring, non-reactive, a non-reactive state towards someone else. So to me, that would be cultivating unconditional love. But again, what unconditional love is 
is simply that state of acknowledgement of someone else. It's not having to do any particular thing. So again, that wouldn't mean you have to people please or do something that you don't want to do. It doesn't mean that you couldn't stand up for yourself and your boundaries. You could, in fact, as I've mentioned in a different in a different um, in a different episode where I talked about boundaries and when not to connect. You know, you could you. In that case, I was saying that you wouldn't necessarily have to connect if you weren't able to be in that state. But it is possible to still, essence to essence, have unconditional love for someone and still hold up a boundary. So go ahead and cultivate unconditional love, remembering it as a general perspective to have underlying our orientation to presence and intention in connecting deeply. It gives us access to that deeper essence to essence level of connection. So you could do this as a practice, using the essence level of others as an underlying energetic level orientation in all situations. Or it could be, like I said, intertwined with an action or an interaction with someone else. But the important point here is not to confuse the unconditional love orientation with the other aspects of the interaction. It would rather be a bolster and an infusion of this other fundamental level supporting it in that case. I hope you found this helpful. I feel like I only in the last few years have understood what unconditional love is. And I think that understanding it is essential to embodying it and using it in our practices to connect deeply with others. Mm -hmm.